Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Will McIntyre, and he has been kind enough to join us right now on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline to talk about his decision to return to Arkansas as well as heading into next year. And, Will, we really appreciate you joining us, man. How you doing this afternoon? I'm doing good. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, well, it's good to have you on, man. And I know that uh, with what was going on with Major League Baseball and, and the draft, and, of course, you had a great social media post of just simply putting out the song Return of the Mac. I mean, you couldn't have anything better than that. But uh, just kind of walk us through the process and what the last few days was like for you and, Uh, just, you know, watching and paying attention to the draft and also ultimately making the decision to say, you know what, I'm going to return to Arkansas next year and I'm going to put up this tweet to announce that that's what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, uh, it was an interesting draft process. Uh, You know, uh, I was just hoping, uh, I put out a number and I was just hoping, you know, some teams would take it and, you know, it didn't go that way. But at the same time, I'm very fortunate that the coaches would uh, love to have me back and I'm super excited to, rock and roll for another season of Arkansas baseball. Well, what are you doing right now with a, a bit of downtime? Uh, I'm currently uh, taking a break from the workout I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so, so, so is that what you're doing, just continuing working out every day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hitting, uh, I'm hitting an upper body lift right now. And, uh, you know, in the mornings we're doing kids camps, and in the afternoons uh, me and some of the incoming freshmen are working out right now. So just looking into next year, because, again, I'm sure you're a player that wants to improve every part and every element of his game, but uh, what are some of the things maybe that some of the coaches or maybe some scouts you talk to, just things that you're going to really focus on and get better at in the offseason heading into next year so that way when the MLB draft does come around, uh, they're going to hear Will McIntyre's name pretty high up in the draft? Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say uh, some of the keys would be uh, just consistency. I, you know, I had some bad games this year, and uh, I just need to be more consistent throughout the season. And definitely uh, towards the end of the year, I started gaining a little velo. So that'd be nice to start off and throughout the whole season keep that uh, higher velo. Well, you mentioned already working out with some of the new teammates. This is uh, something that is becoming the norm with baseball where – it seems to be some turnover in the roster with a transfer portal and losing players to the draft. Um, how, how exciting is it to get to work with some of these new teammates and get to know them? Oh, it's fun. It's always a, it's always a blast getting to meet new people throughout, uh, especially here. You know, you're getting guys from all over the country, different parts of uh, different areas. So, you know, all those different backgrounds, getting to meet new people. And then the way the coaches usually lay out the locker room, it's not like older guys of one half of the locker room. It's usually like, you know, I'll be sitting next to between two freshmen, and, uh, you know, they might not even be pitchers. They might be position players. So you get to know the whole team really well, and I think our coaches do a good job of getting us to, you know, bond pretty well. So, Will, mentioning that, of course, you were a freshman at one point in time coming into that situation and now looking at you as an upperclassman. What were maybe some things that you saw and maybe you learned as a freshman that you can kind of help out with some of the incoming guys of just trying to get them acclimated and get them part of the culture that uh, you saw when you were a freshman incoming? Yeah, I definitely learned that you just uh, you can't be timid. Uh, you know, it's going to be a sport where, you know, you're going to have your ups and, ups and downs. And as a freshman, you're going to have to go in there and prove that you can pitch in certain situations or play in certain games or certain at-bats. And so you just need to go out there and all these uh, – fall scrimmages and spring scrimmages and uh 
just put the pressure on uh, put the pressure on the coaches and make them uh, play you. Speaking of some of those scrimmages, when do you guys get back to official team activities? Right now, you're pretty much doing things on your own. Is that correct, or is this part mm-hmm. of team yeah. activities? Yeah, we're uh, we're working out our own right now. We have our uh, strength coach here, just kind of supervising, making sure we don't, you know, do something dumb and get hurt. But uh, I think we uh, think we start official spring uh, official team practices towards like very first week of school, so about into uh, August. We're speaking with Will McIntyre, Razorback right-handed pitcher here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So, Will, knowing, uh, just we'll start with the guys that you played with this past year that ended up getting drafted, uh, specifically a Hunter Holland, who we've had on this show multiple times, and uh, him getting drafted and him going to be taking that next step as well as some of your uh, other teammates. Have you had any discussions with any of them since they got drafted or been able to talk to them? Just what it's what has it been like for you seeing your teammates be able to have that opportunity to play in the majors and get drafted fairly high in the MLB draft. Oh, it's uh it's super exciting. We have like a, a big team group chat and pretty sure the whole team was just watching the draft at the same time. And then it's like, as soon as somebody would get taken, there'd just be dozens of texts shot off. Like, congratulations, dude. Like so proud for you. Uh, so proud of you. And so I think as a team, we all take pride in getting to see each other pop up on TV and getting to go live out our you know childhood dreams. What what is that like? Um, the knowing it, it's kind of like some unknown there, as far as who's going to be returning and and who's going to be moving on. What's that like? Just kind of that process at this time of the year. You know, uh, there's some guys that like you don't know if they're going to take that offer or not, and you just support them. Uh, you know, you want them to come back because, you know, you love your teammates. But at the same time, you know, you got to respect the decision for them to move on and go after their next goal. And so it'll be exciting to see what some guys decide. And I, I, I'd, I'd love to have, uh, have some of them back. But at the same time, I'd love for them to go play pro ball. There's been a lot of discussion as far as when the MLB draft is held. Do you um, do you like the time frame of when it's held or, or any issues with when the MLB draft actually takes place? I, I don't have a problem when it takes place, but I, th- I think the coaches they get a little frustrated after all the all the work they do with transfers and uh, recruiting, and then that all gets wiped away with the, how late the draft is. So I think I think they get a little frustrated since it got moved back a couple years ago. Yeah, well, I, I know that since you had some teammates that ended up getting drafted and that are probably moving on, even in looking into next season, though, obviously you're returning to Arkansas. You're going to have Hagen Smith, Brady Tigert. Uh, guys that are really important to the pitching staff and I'm sure there'll be other guys that are stepping up. But uh, plagued by injuries this past season, there was no question about it. But this next year, uh, just what do you make of the group of guys that you have that's on the roster, guys that are getting back and getting healthier to try to take that next step next year? Just how do you feel about the entire pitching room there for Arkansas heading into next season? I think it's going to be a uh, you know pretty old uh, old staff, and with especially with, uh, like, me, Hagen, Brady, uh, some of the other guys. Cody Frank's coming back. That's uh, he's an old guy. We got a lot of guys on the team or on the staff that have plenty of innings under the belt. And from what I've heard about these incoming freshmen, a lot of them got really good stuff. So if they can contribute, there'll be plenty of arms in the bullpen next season. And along those lines, not just the pitching staff, but the team in general as a whole. There, your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get. Stovall back in time. 
Uh, we'll have McLaughlin back. We'll have Peyton Holt back. You know, it's going to be it's going to be like an Arkansas lineup pretty much for like the last you know ten years. It's just it's a uh, one through nine. It's going to be tough to get us out. Well, Will, I know that uh, of course mentioning that you're an upperclassman now and going to be a pivotal part for next season. Being a freshman back in 2020. And just you know, seeing the growth and, and seeing everything, just how do you feel like Matt Hobbs, for instance, your pitching coach? What are some things that you feel like specifically he's helped you develop and get better at since you were a freshman to that the point that you're at right now? He's a uh, he's definitely just helped me, you know, learn just how to pitch in like situations. You know, you get a guy with a you know one out hits a double, you need a strikeout, you know. He helps you. Uh, he's definitely helped me pitch in situations and uh, learn. Help me learn that like my fastball plays up in the zone since I have a lot of carry. So like, I can pitch up in the zone with my fastball more. And uh, he's helped me develop my off speed, especially when I lost it. When I when I redshirted, I felt like I lost my off speed and couldn't really locate it and had the same break. So he's helped me through some struggles in the last couple of years. Well, the ultimate goal is winning a national championship, but this time of the year and and uh, working out and getting ready for the season, what are some of those initial goals that you have now and then going into the season? What are some of the goals that you have to, to begin the season to get on that journey to trying to win a national championship? Uh, it's just definitely going to be, you know, hitting the weight room hard, getting stronger, uh, stay in my top peak uh, physical condition, stay healthy, and, uh, you know, start the year off strong and take each week in uh to pack each new week as a as like a new uh what am I trying to say like a each week as like the start of a new season you know start off strong each week. Speaking with Will McIntyre, Razorback right in the pitcher here on the Jones and Sun Diving and Brow to Find Jewelry Hotline. Will I I've, I think it was kind of humorous in a way. I don't know if you found it funny, but just how many times you would come in and you know, how many pitches you would throw in some of these weekend series or some of these regionals and. And a lot of people were, were just saying, man, there's no way that he could go again. But you kept getting your number called, and you kept stepping up to the plate. I don't think you had the 150 pitches or whatever in a single game like some of these players did in postseason play. <laughs> but why why is it that you think that just for you? Because, again, uh, a lot of pitchers probably wish that they could go longer. But why is it you compared to some of your teammates or just in pitchers in general? Why were you able to have that longevity and to be able to pitch as many pitches as you did throughout these moments? Because – I feel like most guys would be absolutely drained, but you kept stepping up to the plate. Yeah, um, for me, it was just I would. I feel like I recovered pretty well, and uh, I'd, I'd have a conversation with Coach Hobbs or DVH uh, the next day, Coach Van Horn the next day, and just be like, "Hey, like I'm available if he'll need me." I had that first conversation with him. Uh, I think that was in, at Vandy this year when uh, we lost or we won the first one and lost the second one. And that next game was for like the overall SEC title, and I really wanted to be able to pitch in that game and have like a input on how that game went. So I had that conversation with them, and uh, they agreed, and uh, it kind of just developed throughout that. And for me, it's just like I feel like I recover well, but I also I like winning, but I really hate losing, and so that's just my motivation. <laughs> You mentioned uh, working out and, and the process of getting to where you want to be. Are you at your ideal weight during the season, um, or is that something you want to add some weight, add some strength, or maybe you want to take off some weight? What What's kind of the uh, the plan when it comes to being, you know, where you want to be as far as your body? 
Yeah, definitely towards the beginning of this uh, last season, I was a little bit overweight from what I wanted to be. And towards the middle to the end of the season, I got to where I wanted to be and definitely saw myself improve because of that. And I really, I'm going to see this summer, see if I can go down even more weight and see what that does. And if that does nothing or uh, hurts me, just go back to where I was and add on some weight. Also, I'm curious to ask you this because I always find it fascinating whenever we talk with former players or even current players. But again, you, since you've been at Arkansas for a few years now, and you redshirted and you've been a part of the team and you've seen College World Series appearances and everything. Looking at Dave Van Horn as the coach, was there anything different about him this season maybe compared to previous years as far as his approach, his his demeanor towards the team or anything? Or has it been pretty consistent he's the same way? Because we've heard so many times from Dave throughout the year, he says this is one of the most fun teams that he's ever coached because of the, how close everybody was. Did you see that as a player this season compared to the other seasons you've been under, Dave? Yeah, definitely. Uh, this team was special, and uh, I think it was kind of like the first time that he's had to just put a whole new team together because we lost, what was it, I think like 70% of our returning players and stuff. And so we he uh, did a really good job at just getting us to get along real well. And we all, like, I remember guys would just always be at each other's houses. It was hard to get us to stop hanging out together. And so... Uh, I think he just really enjoyed how close we were, and uh, I think this was <laughs> I think it was one of his favorite teams because we uh, I feel like throughout the whole season we just constantly found ways to win ball games that were really hard for us to win. Trent, just I mean, sorry, Will. I'm thinking about Trent. Trent Daniel, he played at Bryant. You played at Bryant also, and Bryant has tradition when it comes to baseball. So, how did you uh, get started in playing baseball, and then just you know, playing for Bryant, what was that like coming up? Yeah, speaking of Trent, I have, like, a cool picture of – when did he play there? Do you all remember? Yeah, it's like 2011, 12, in that range, 13. Yeah, I have a I have a picture of me on the field with uh, him uh, after one of the games he played. And, uh, like, just speaking of Bryant, Bryant just has, like, a rich tradition in baseball and – uh. I, my dad's told me before, like, my mom got a teaching job at Bryant. And he was super excited just because he heard that their school and the town had a great baseball program. And I kind of have just, like, a different, like, uh, experience of playing ball than a lot of these guys. I never really I, – I played travel ball, but it was with the same core group of guys from when I was, like, eight. We played from, like, when we were six or eight all the way till we graduated high school. And so, like – me and those guys are brothers for life. We played every summer together compared to some of these guys who played with hundreds of different guys throughout their uh, travel ball days. <laughs> well, hey, by the way, Will, if you want that picture signed by Trent Daniel, I can get that for you. <laughs> if I know that uh, you'd want to want to have it hanging up in your wall of fame over there, I'll be sure to get Trent uh, to sign it for you. But no, that is a cool. That is <laughs> a, good. yeah, that is a cool little uh, tidbit there too because. Again, like growing up, and I'm sure you grew up as a Razorback fan and getting to play for Arkansas, you want to make it to the big leagues. I get it. Like every every player's dream mm-hmm. in your position mm-hmm. wants to make it to the big leagues. But what is it? Just living out your dream, playing for Arkansas, playing for Dave Van Horn, playing in College World Series, playing in these moments and in these games where people you're packing in baseball stadiums between ten to fifteen thousand people every day. I mean, do you sometimes just look at it and be like, man, I'm I'm living a dream of mine. I'm playing for the Razorbacks and I'm doing it in a way that 
is so exciting. Just Is that something you really just realize at the point, or is it something that you may not uh, truly understand it until after the days that it ends up ending for you? Yeah, um, so, like, during the season, it's like my freshman season, it caught me off guard just how loud it would be in the dugout and stuff in big games. And, like, the more I've played, the more, like, I've gotten used to it. But, like, towards the end of every season, I kind of just reflect upon, like, how crazy it is for, you know, that many people to come to a college baseball game. You see guys, and I've played with guys that, like, in summer ball, they draw 200 people in a game. And we don't really – I think some guys don't really realize how good we have it compared to some of these other college programs where they'll be a good team, but they'll get two, 500 people there. And we were drawing max capacity, and I feel like if they added even more seating, we'd still draw that many people. It's amazing. How closely do you follow Major League Baseball? You have a favorite team? Um, I don't really. I I, I keep up with it. Uh, I would say my favorite team is the Angels. Weirdly, because uh, my dad used to like work a little bit with the Travelers. and so I kind of grew up going to Travelers games, and they were affiliated with the Angels at that time. So I pretty much spent like a whole summer getting to watch like Mike Trout. I've seen guys like CJ Crone, a bunch of other guys come up through that system when they were with the Angels. Yeah, that would make sense. Old Madison, I know Madison. He's a he's a good guy, and uh, you know he knows his baseball, and he's very passionate about it. So uh, I know that uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's a guy that, that's always involved in it too. And I know we just got a few minutes with you, uh, Will, but I, I wanted to ask you this since you were talking about the, the some of the moments that you play in and, and being in front of the crowds. I'm sure that one of your favorite feelings ever is when you just, you know, just throw some gas down the middle and you got a guy that just swings and misses like he's chopping wood. Is there a particular strikeout or anything in your career at Arkansas that has stood out to you the most or a moment or a batter, just something like that in your years at Arkansas so far that you always look back and be like, man, that was the best feeling ever? Oh, by far my favorite uh, memory as a Razorback was at Oklahoma State last year when uh, (laughs) – I got pulled in, uh, I think it was the second game against Oklahoma State. And there was like, it was at the beginning of an inning. And uh, Coach Van Horn comes out there after I threw like two balls in a row. And I go in the dugout. I'm like mad, but like I understand it's a close game. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, got to like regroup and like cheer on. uh, Who was it? It was Evan Taylor. Evan Taylor came in. And, like, next thing you know, the umpires are, like, pointing at our dugout, and they're like, hey, like, he's got to come back in the game. You can't take him out for, like, the first batter or something like that. So, like, all of a sudden, I don't have my glove. I got to run around find my glove. Find my glove. I grab, like, a plyo ball, throw it against the wall. I run out there, throw, like, two warm-up pitches, and, like, a huge surge of adrenaline comes through me. I'm like, this is weird, but we're going to do this. Uh, I think it was, like, first pitch I threw a – a cutter and he rolled over to Jalen battles at shortstop and then I'm like all right my day's done like I got through that and uh then my it was uh Griffin Dorshing like that big huge guy the righty for them came up and I saw Van Horn point at uh Evan Taylor like stay in the dugout like he's gonna get this guy too and I was like okay and I uh uh, that just huge surge of adrenaline got me through it, and I just threw like three straight fastballs past them and was going crazy. And then Coach Van Horn came and took me out, and I was going. I have a video. Uh, one of our media guys took a video of me just going crazy in the dugout with all the other guys. Mm-hmm. And I remember the next day in the hotel, I got on an elevator. 
it opens up and Coach Van Horn walks on, and I started messing with him. I said, I'm the first pitcher you've ever taken out of the game you had to put back in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see, yeah, I was, uh, I remember that game, and I, and I, but I did forget about the fact that you did have to come back out. So that was probably a first for you too, like as a mental thing as well. I feel like you, just, you know, you're mad, you're, but then you have to go back in. You know, it's probably just kind of some mental gymnastics that you had to play. But mm-hmm. it, yeah, it was a, it was a weird experience. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, listen, uh, you got the victory over there, and uh, know that that was a, a very emotional game for many different reasons, but. Uh, no doubt. Hopefully you have an even better one this upcoming season for the Razorback baseball team that you can remember. And, Will, we really appreciate you joining us, man. Great stuff. I know Razorback fans are excited to have you a part of the team heading into next year. Enjoy your summer workouts and your summer in general, man. And we look forward to hopefully catching up with you once the season comes around. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on.